events on boxing's most notable bouts of all time. Boxing TV melds the past greats with today's promising young stars. Boxing TV is the free go-to destination for everything boxing, including classic bouts, live events, and news and information. Boxing TV is available on Local Now, Destro TV, Sports.TV, Select TV, and www.watchboxing.tv. Follow Abrams Boxing on social media and Abrams Boxing on Twitter, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, and at Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. It's Instagram. Mark Abrams here, another week of the Abrams Boxing Show. A uh, lot, lot to get to, a lot to get to. A lot, lot of stuff going on in the world of boxing. Uh, well, three uh, special guests, Sonny Kanto, Chenard Bunch, and Michael Dutchover. Uh, you know, three exciting young fighters. Uh, we'll get to them in uh, just a few minutes. We'll kick it off uh, in an unbelievable rematch that took place this past Saturday night at the War Grounds in Carson, California, live on Showtime. Jermel Charlo became the undisputed 154-pound champion, super welterweight, junior middleweight, call it what you will, in a terrific fight, stopped Brian Castaño in round 10 of their bout. It was a terrific fight. Fight was even through about five or six rounds. Uh, Castaño just kept on coming. Charlo countered beautifully. He led when he needed a lead in uh, rounds round seven, eight, nine, and ten, especially round ten. Charlo took control, dropped Castaño twice, ended it with, with a just a crunching body shot, and he is now in rarefied air as a undisputed world champion. Uh, you know, who knows what he's going to do next? I mean, there's there's some good fights. You know, a lot of times you see these guys move up. I want to see fights with Charlo against Tim Zhu and Sebastian Fundora. If 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 he sticks around long enough for those fans to be in for uh, treats in both of those fights, I picked Charlo to beat both those guys. But I think those are going to be terrific, uh, terrific fights. As I move my microphone over here, so uh, they're going to be between J- Jamel Charlo and uh, Wenzhou, Zhu, or if he fights. Uh, you know, someone like Sebastian Fundora. Uh, Jerron Boudinis on the co-feature stopped Castillo Clayton in two rounds. Big overhand right to the – looked like the ear from where I, where I saw it and saw the replays. Uh, Boots is now in line. He's now the IBF's number one contender for Errol Spence's uh, title. Spence Crawford, should it be made? Could it be made? Well, I mean, it definitely should be made. Let's hope it does get made, and if it does uh, – you know, I don't know what Boots could do. He'll probably stay busy, but fight maybe another quote tough opponent on paper. But I think Boots Ennis is the best. He could be the best welterweight in the world. You know, uh, Crawford and uh, Spence, they may be playing for second place. Boots, I mean, I've known, I mean, yeah, I'm a little biased. I've known the kid since he was about 17 years old. He can really fight. He has all the goods, in my opinion. Uh, kicking off the Showtime broadcast, Kevin Gonzalez, the WBA number six super bantamweight in the world, won a 10-round unanimous decision over Emmanuel Rivera. Scores were 97-93, 96-94, and 98-92. So it's a good triple header on Showtime. Showtime's got another one, uh, another great triple header we will get into uh, in a couple minutes. Um, just down the road in, in Ontario, California, Gilberto Zerto Ramirez, uh, stop <clears throat> Dominic Bosell in what basically was a WBA elimination bout to fight Dimitri Bevel. You know, who knows what Bevel's going to do? Is he going to get the rematch with Canelo Alvarez? Anyway, fourth round stoppage, total domination by Gilberto Ramirez. Another body shot ends the fight in round four. 
What was interesting to me when they were saying that, I can't believe Gilberto Ramirez put on 29 pounds between the weigh-in and him walking in the ring. He walked in the ring as a heavyweight at 204 pounds. That's I, I, unbelievable. I mean, we hear guys putting on 15, 18 pounds. This guy's put on, put on almost 30 pounds uh, between weighing and uh, walking to the ring. Another fight in Southern California on Saturday night. This was on Triller pay-per-view. Sergey Kovalev you know, made his cruiserweight debut, and he looked okay. He didn't look great, but he didn't look bad. And, you know, he, you know, with his name, he's going to get an opportunity to, to fight in a big cruiserweight fight. Uh, as he got the 10-round unanimous decision over Tervel Pulev, scores are 98-92 twice and 97-93 for the former longtime light heavyweight champion now making his cruiser now made his cruiserweight debut, Sergey the Crusher Kovalev. A lot of stuff went on last week. Uh, our guest last week, Angel Acosta, needed just 79 seconds to take out Janelle Rivera in their flyweight bout. Acosta now is 23-3-1, 22 knockouts. So look for him. Uh, to, to get an opportunity, he said he probably would need a couple more fights. When, when, he, when he talked to us last week on the Abrams Boxing Show, probably a couple fights to kind of earn that shot. Maybe you know win one of those regional titles to to call, to you know nav start navigating himself up the rankings. But the former uh, light flyweight champion uh, with an impressive knockout, just 79 seconds in. Um, in a heavyweight bout that took place on in France on Saturday afternoon, Martin Bacoli, I don't know, I guess he shocked uh, Tony Yoka, dropped him twice, and won a majority decision in what was almost, uh, you know, a disgraceful uh, scorecards because Bacoli dominated this fight. He probably won seven rounds, in, in my opinion, minimum, plus two knockdowns. He probably won that fight by five or six points, but scores are 96-92, 95-93, and 94-94. I have no clue what that judge is watching. But Martin Bacoli, uh, he's going to get a good opportunity now. He's uh, he's up to 18-1. Uh, he's got 13 knockouts. Always been a tough out. You know, we've seen him fight on some of his matchroom cards over the last couple of years, and he's definitely a tough out in the heavyweight division. Defeated the former Olympic gold medal winner, Tony Yoka, in Yoka's hometown in France. Uh, so let's uh, see uh, Mark Bacoli and see what he has, uh, what he does in the future. He played himself in the, into a, a spot, you know, with some of those contenders, with Andy Ruiz and Deontay Wilders, some of those other guys. I know Parker and Joe Joyce are going to fight each other. So uh, Mark Bacoli is not too far beneath those names. Saturday, uh, Friday night, in, uh, just outside Philadelphia, Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, I had a chance to attend a, a, a you know, pretty good card. In the main event, Sonny Conta scored a third round uh, stoppage over Justin Rolfe. Uh, Conta beat him down, landed a couple left hooks, dropped him twice. And uh, you know, the, the young heavyweight from Philadelphia is going to be, um, you know, he's, he, he's coming along nicely. He's been fighting. At home, uh, you know, mostly in Philadelphia, Ben Salem is about 10 to 12 minutes right outside the city of brotherly love. So, uh, you know, he's now 10 and 0 with eight knockouts. And I had a chance to talk to uh, Sonny Canto just after the fight was over. Let's see what he had to say. Sonny Canto, third round stoppage over Justin Rolfe at Park Tucino. Uh, you hit him with everything in the kitchen sink in the first two rounds, and, uh, you know, he didn't go. Finally, you kind of cracked him a little bit in the third round. Yeah, I had to slow down a little bit and uh, take my time, be poised. I know that he was going to run into something, 
I knew I was going to check hook out all night. We worked on that a whole camp, uh, and I knew it was just a matter of time until I caught him. With number 10, kind of, you know, in the double digits now, a little bit. that's probably a little bit of a milestone for you. Uh, what's that mean, 10 and 0? Uh, honestly, I ain't do shit yet, but, uh, you know, just back to the gym, time to get better and uh, just stay focused. You feel maybe that number maybe is a little bit maybe a little bit of a turning stone, turning sure. turning point maybe kind of kind of get into those next level kind of fights. For sure. When would you like to get back in there? Uh, gotta sit down with my team and uh, you know just, just take my time and uh, just figure it out. I'm not you know it was a long training camp. I want to at least take like two days off, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll be back in the gym ASAP. You conquered South Philly. Now what are you trying to do conquer Ben Salem now. I'm trying to conquer the world. <laughs> what do you want to say in closing? Uh, just thanks to everyone that supports me. Thanks to everybody that came out, especially South Philly. Uh, they really showed up tonight, showed out, and uh, I delivered for them as well. It's also a big weekend. We got Jerron Ennis tomorrow night, and, uh, you know, Philly support Philly. There you go, Sonny Kato. Congratulations. We'll see you uh, for win number 11 real soon. There you have it, Sonny Kanto, uh, the undefeated heavyweight. The co-feature, a uh, little bit of a familiar name to uh, all of us hardcore boxing guys, Shenard Bunch went to 19-1-1, knocks his 17th knockout, as um, just needed 47 seconds to take out Marco Bailey in a fight uh, that, um, you know, he he just he blitzed him. He went right out there. He landed some real vicious shots. Fight was over uh, before you, you knew it. And, uh, you know, I had a chance to talk to Shenard Bunch right after the fight, and uh, Shinarda broke a little bit of news, so why don't you enjoy this uh, quick interview and uh, see the news that, that Shinard Bunch uh, had to say. Win number 19 tonight, Shinard Bunch, uh, 47 seconds over Marco Bailey. Uh, talk about it. Um, it was very exciting, very sad. I was so eager to get into the ring, you know, I haven't fought since January 7th. So it was a long layoff for me, but I was, you know, very eager to get back into the ring and just, you know, show skill and get back into the swing of things. What's what's that like? I mean, most most guys, that's a that's a short layoff for them. For you, Mister Fighting every two two three <laughs> weeks, uh, you know, now you you're maybe more on a a normal fight schedule now, yeah. so to speak. Um. I, I like it, but I don't like it. You know, I like it because, you know, we definitely get to lock in in the gym more, you know, and focus. But um, I, I just like fighting a lot, you know. So I, I had um, 406 amateur fights, so I was fighting a lot as an amateur. So it was easy for me to transition into fighting a lot as a pro. And I just love it. Now, uh, you know, you had the little taste on Showbox last year. You, you looking to get back into one of those kinds of fights? Um, definitely. I have a main event on Showbox July 15th. Ooh. Breaking news here? Yes, sir. Definitely breaking news. So, I, I just, uh, okay, you, there you have it. Uh, Snar Bunch is breaking news here. You, you know, a pony yet, or are you just going to be on? Um, Hugo Alberto. Hugo okay. Alberto Rodan. Okay. Yeah. There you, there, there you have it. Um, anything you want to say in closing? Um, I just want to thank, you know, everybody for coming. I love the fans, and I'm going to keep, you know, showing out. Definitely. Thank y'all. Congratulations. I yes, guess sir. We'll Appreciate see you on July 15th. There you have it, Chenard Bunch, uh, saying July 15th. He'll be right back in there live on Showbox, the new generation. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him. I've you know, worked uh, a lot of his fights, on a lot of the cards that I've uh, worked on and broadcasted and so forth and so on. 
And the Shinar Punch, he, he may have the goods to take this thing a long way. Friday night in Philadelphia, Kenny Robles takes on James Bernadine. That fight will be streamed live on bxngtv.com. I'll be part of the broadcast team with my, my good buddy, Rich Canones. So uh, we will see uh, Bernadine and Robles. It's good. That's, a, that's a good local fight, by the way. So fans out there, if you uh, want to see a, a quality fight, Bernadine has been getting better. Robles is a solid fighter as well. Um, the new $199 per month app, ProBox uh, TV app, uh, starts Friday night with a big show. John Pascal, the former light heavyweight champion of the world, takes on the world-ranked, top-ranked uh, Meng Fenelong in a light heavyweight bout. But uh, on top of that, you're going to get the, the last chance tournament where you have uh, eight fighters who are about in the same you know class. You, know, you get a couple quality wins. You know They've all suffered losses. Uh, if whoever wins this tournament is probably going to get a big opportunity. So let me run down the, the, the brackets here. Kendall Castaneda, 17 and 5, takes on Sonny Fredrickson, 21 and 5. Michael Dutch, over 15 and 2, 10 knockouts, takes on Clarence Booth, 21 and 4, 13 knockouts. Antonio Moran, uh, 26, 5 and 1, takes on Jeffrey Torres. And Jimin Wang, 11 and 3, takes on Joseph Fernandez. I had a chance to talk with. Uh, Michael Dutchover about this tournament, and uh, he, he had a lot to say. It was a good interview. So this is what Michael Dutchover had to say. Joining me now on the line is junior welterweight Michael Dutchover, who this Friday night takes on Clarence Booth in the uh, what they call the Last Chance Tournament on Pro Box TV. To a tournament of uh, some contenders who uh, you know, with the winner, hopefully uh, we'll get, get a big shot. Michael, what's happening? What's up, Mark? Thank you for having me. And yes, indeed, you know, I'm in Florida. Been here since, been here for about a week. And, you know, I'm ready to step in the ring this Friday again, you know, just to be under those bright lights again. I miss that feeling. And this is a great opportunity for me. And let's do this. I understand there's some celebrity trainers uh, for this tournament. Uh, who, who have you been working with? Uh well I've my, my I have my coach here and uh just some of the, I've seen Marquez I've seen Pauly today and you know they're just walking around you know giving little advice but I have my coach here Danny Zamora with me so he's my head trainer and he'll be in my corner you know, on Friday. Was some of the premise though like having guys like uh, Roy Jones and Antonio Tarver kind of uh, giving you giving all the fighters some advice uh, kind of helping with with the training kind of sort of. Uh, it, actually, that they, they haven't been. Um, I, I haven't seen them around as much. You know, I have my own training schedule, and so when I guess whenever I'm training, they're not there, and so. But you know, I'm just sticking to my game plan with my coach that we, you know, we've had all camp together, and you know, things are going good during this fight week. So, so talk about um. The, the tournament situation, did you just, I mean, I guess you probably just look at it as a regular fight and, you know, you just take it one at a time. If you win, then you, you take that as just a regular fight uh, and not really kind of put too much emphasis, too much emphasis on it being, a, you know, a, a tournament structure. Is that correct? Yeah, well, you know, this is pro boxing, you know, it's not like the amateur amateur tournaments, you know, we fight, we fight the next day, they, you know, uh, 
know, so we're taking it each fight. You know, we have a game plan for each fight. I get through this eight-round fight. The next round, I believe, will be a 10-round, and then the championship fight will be a 12-rounder. And so uh, we're just taking it one fight at a time, and we have uh, Clarence Booth in front of us this Friday, and so that's that's what we're focused on. We get past that, and we'll, we will worry about our next opponent. Booth is a guy who's been around. I believe he's about like 23 and 4, something like that. Uh, talk about him. What, what do you know about him? What does he bring to the table? Yeah, experience. He got, he got uh, some good fights under his belt. He's been in the ring with some good contenders. And, you know, I'm going to be the next guy he's going to be in there with. And so uh, I've studied some film on him. And, you know, but you can't rely on that too much. Everybody reacts different in the ring. And, you know, so uh, you've got to be able to adjust in the ring. I'm looking forward to um, imposing my will in there, you know, looking strong and being confident. And, you know, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. You know, I'm very happy with this training camp. And, you know, it's at the weight that I want it to be. And here. Like you said, uh, you know, you've been down there for 10 days. I would imagine all eight competitors have been, been around. Uh, you bump into those guys. Have you seen Clarence around? Did you Have you have you uh, chopped it up with some of the other competitors in the tournament? Yeah, Clarence Booth actually stays a couple doors down from me. And so <laughs> we see each other every now and then. But And I have uh, Kendo uh, Casaneda from San Antonio. He's also in the tournament. We've known each other for a while. You know, I see him. You know, we chop it up a little bit but uh you know we're both from texas and you know i see all the guys we're all we all stay a couple of rooms down from each other you know that have us in these rooms and but you know this is an awesome facility that pro box tv has put together and you know they have cooks for us and the gym is open whenever we want to train and it's just it's an awesome uh how they put everything together for us and i think it's going to be a great a great showing this Friday, you know, we have John Pascal in a 40-pound tournament, and, you know, it's going to be uh, highlight, you know, a new uh, boxing, new, uh, new boxing um, facility and, you know, um, get a lot of eyes, you know, to this Pro Box TV. What's it like? Obviously, the, your last fight didn't go as a plan. The fight against Nahir Albright, but now you're, you're like I said, it, it, you're right back in it in, in a meaningful fight. You know, you a lot of fighters in your situation may have, you know, wanted to take a stay busy just to, you know, get right kind of fight, just to to maybe you know knock out a guy uh, coming in from out of town. This ain't your mentality. You want to get back. You want to get right back in it into a fight that actually has some meaning for you. Of course, that's never been my life. You know, I've never taken the easy way, easy route. And, you know, speaking about my last fight, you know, that's boxing. It happens. And, you know, it's I take that as a learning experience. And, you know, it's uh, and when you get knocked, knocked down, you know, it's how you get back up and react to it. And so you know, that's just uh, my mentality, you know, how I live my life. You know, just because you get knocked, knocked down, you don't stay down, you get up keep training and you know this now have another opportunity i'm blessed with this, this opportunity you know thankful uh once in the banner and you know my manager danny zamora and you know working together with this po box tv it's a great opportunity for me to uh, to show kick in and show how much i've improved and for my last, last outing you know i'm looking forward for a different different uh conclusion for my last outing 
have you, like I said, you know, I know we mentioned before, you know, it's one fight at a time, but have you imagined what winning a tournament like this beating, you'd have to be three quality, you know, uh, contenders. And did, did you, do you see, I mean, when you look around that the other seven guys, you feel that you guys are pretty much on the same boat. Do you feel there was a favorite in the tournament? You feel, you, you, I mean, is there besides, I know you're going to say yourself, but is there a guy that you feel that is the guy to beat maybe beside yourself? It's just me. <laughs> but, you, know, I, you know, I believe that. And, you know, I, I believe all of these fighters believe that. And so I believe whoever's the last man standing, you know, at the end of this tournament, you know, gets a chance to rejuvenate their career and, you know, make uh, big things happen in their career. So I'm working, working my ass off for that to be. Um, you, you describe this as, you know, maybe eight hungry guys. I know you mentioned about cooks before. I don't mean it like that, but eight hungry guys, eight guys who, you know, with, with, with the win, uh, you know, like you said, uh, you know, it, it catapults them probably, you know, maybe, in, you know, into a real significant opportunity. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's what this is about. That's why you know, I'm thankful and I'm blessed with this opportunity and um it's just and it's it's at the point of my career you know uh took my two losses and you know this is something that can rejuvenate my career and you know on to, to bigger things way bigger things after this and but it starts right here and so i'm thankful for this opportunity very blessed and very happy that you know i'm in this i'm in this tournament right now what have you learned in your first 17 fights, whether it was the 15 wins or the two losses, that's going to help you in this tournament? You know, I, just, I think it's just um, everything coming together, just all the experience. You know, I've learned a lot from all I've learned the most from my two losses, of course. And uh, I've learned how to be more more composed in there. And we've worked on my mistakes and everything. That's just becoming an all-around fighter, you know, going forward, uh, fighting backwards and, you know, different things, what, my, I'm good at and what I'm not good at. And so I believe we worked on those things during camp. And I've had a great camp. My strength and conditioning coach, Jerry Arias, has me right. You know, we're strong and weight is on point and, you know, everything's up from right here. And so I'm just, uh, I'm just enjoying this fight week, honestly. It's, it's very chill and I'm happy to be talking to you. you know, this is, this is great. This is great to me. You know, this is where I need to be. And, you know, things, things, and my career can start this Friday. I've known you since you've turned pro. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. It was it's nice to talk to me. Wow, you're you're, <laughs> you're you just you, you just made my day, Michael. Why don't you start wearing glasses? I've never seen you wear glasses before. Yeah, you know, getting my eyes checked. You know, every uh, I to I wear glasses now. <laughs> I wear them to read, so I'm I'm in the yeah. same boat, same boat as you. What do you want to say to the fans out there? I I know uh, the Pro Box TV. This is kind of like their big kickoff of, of this app that the they're um that, that that's uh, you know commencing on a Friday night, like you mentioned, big uh, fight with John Pascal and Meng Fenelong, a big uh, light heavyweight belt. What, what do you want to say to the fans out there? We're gonna be watching around the world on on Friday night. You know, to all my fans and all of the all of these supporters, my sponsors, um, everybody back in Midland. I got supporters in Midland and Santa Fe Springs, California, and LA in LA. You know, I love all of you guys, and thank you for supporting me, for sticking behind me through all the ups and downs. 
and you know we're looking forward to a very high up this Friday and you know just I'm gonna I'm gonna give it all I got you know in the ring that's what I do you know I'm a warrior and you know I'm gonna show that in the ring this Friday. There you have it, Michael Dutchover. We thank you for a few minutes of time of your time down in Florida, away from your training schedule. This Friday night takes on Clarence Booth in the first round of the Pro Box TV's Last Chance Tournament. Michael, thank you, and we'll talk to you along the way. Thank you, Mark. It was a pleasure. My pleasure. There you have it, Michael Dutchover, um, fighting this Friday night. A couple quick news items this Saturday on Showtime, David Lemieux takes on uh, David Benavides for the WBC interim super middleweight title. Expect an explosive knockout by David Benavides on, on Saturday night. Yoel Gomez takes on Jorge Cota in the co-feature. Saturday night on ESPN, Janabak Alam Connolly takes on Danny Dingham for the vacant WBO interim middleweight title live from Las Vegas on ESPN. Jamal Herring takes on Jermaine Ortiz in the co-feature. Saturday on the zone, Joshua Blotzi and Craig Richards get it on in the crowded light heavyweight division. Uh, we saw Zardo. Now we see Joshua Blotzi. Couple quick notes: Edgar Belong on Alexis Angulo. That's June 11th at the Hulu Theater, Madison Square Garden. Xander Zayas will be in the co-feature. The WBC has ordered uh, Ryan Garcia to take on Isaac Cruz. We'll see if that fight happens. Uh, as well. I want to thank uh, everyone for joining us this week. My three guests, Sonny Canto, Michael Dutchover, Shenard Bunch. Next week, we'll be uh, reviewing uh, the, the fights from this weekend, previewing Javante Davis, taking on Rolando Romero live on pay-per-view. That fight's May 28th. Thank you for joining us on the Amos Boxing Show. We'll see you next week.